You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Teleperformance's first annual Cybersecurity Awareness Month celebration. My name is Dustin Wegner. I'm the Vice President of Global Information Security Policy and Client Risk, and I'm going to be your host this week. Every October, governments, educational institutions, and major organizations across the world collaborate to stage Cybersecurity Awareness Month. It's a campaign to raise awareness and help enterprises protect their critical infrastructure, their systems, and their global business operations. We're going to have interactive activities, games, prize giveaways, and of course, live interaction events. All of these are going to be geared towards cybersecurity awareness with the end goal of keeping you, your devices, both personal and professional, and your customers and contacts safe. Um, each week during the month, we're going to have a Q&A session with our information security leadership. Um, so we encourage you to watch for and listen to our other exciting interviews that we have coming up. The theme for this week, which I'm very eager to learn more about, is if you connect it, protect it. Our guest speaker today has more than 20 years of IT and information security experience. He started with Teleperformance over seven years ago as Director of Corporate Security. From there, he's worked his way up the ranks from Director of Corporate Security to Vice President. Our guest today has laid the foundation for our current information security policies that are now deployed globally. Today, he's responsible for a scope of over 110 teleperformance contact centers that houses over 117,000 teleperformance employees, servicing over 330 client partners. Please welcome our Regional Chief Information Security Officer for English World Asia Pacific, Brian Flores. Brian, welcome. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. We're all very excited to learn more about the security of our connected devices, both while at work and in our personal lives. Again, the theme for this week is if you connect it, protect it. Now, Brian, I keep hearing the term Internet of Things or IoT, um, as well as Internet of Everything or IOE. Um, you'll hear about it um, on the radio. I've seen commercials about it where it's referenced. Um, what exactly is IoT and IOE? Can you give us an explanation? Sure. The Internet of Things, as it was originally coined, spoke more, more to the original thought, which was that we would have uh, devices in, say, manufacturing plants that communicated to one another when a process was finished and then another process would start. Uh, and it, it kind of, that was the genesis of the Internet of Things. But uh, as technology continues to improve and as homes are more internet connected, it's it's evolved obviously to all those things you're talking about, you know, Alexas and Googles and that stuff. Okay, and the term um, internet of everything that we've also referenced, um, is that interchangeable with internet of things? Is that the same term? If we If we hear that or see that, are those interchangeable? Yes. Those are pretty much the same term, and I think Internet of Everything is is a more recent term, again, because everything today is being connected, whether it's your car or your refrigerator, your sprinklers, uh, everything is being connected. So um, you, you've give us, uh, given us a little bit of a, an example of what um, the smart devices are that we're talking about. Um, talk a little bit more about um, why that concerns me, the data types that's collected, 
um, how they analyze and look at the information that we are feeding into them. Just a little bit about that, if you can. Sure. Um, it's interesting when we talk about connected or smart devices, um, usually we, we don't contemplate like all of the process. You know, we use them to turn on a light or turn on sprinklers, like we mentioned. Um, but if we really kind of break that down into processes, there's four four basic steps of that process. So there's the collection of, of information in general. There's the communication of that information to some service and then the, the data is analyzed and then an action is usually performed um, across that spectrum of things. So for example, on the collection side, you mentioned data types. So, you know, the, if you just think of any connected device as a collection of sensors and processors and communication hardware, that could be anything that's in your home, your car, your office, could be at the grocery store, uh, it could be anywhere, and they're collecting information about you, and it's really broad, right? So you might have shopping habits in there, you might have, uh, you know, heartbeats per minute or, or steps taken. So, so it sounds like um, IoT could be applicable to uh, my, my cell phone, my tablet, uh, my smartwatch that I wear, uh, my smart home devices that I'm using, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the internet connected uh, refrigerators that we can purchase and appliances. So what can we do to keep ourselves safe? And this is really a two part question, Brian. I'd like it if you could answer how to keep us safe um, on, on the work front uh, while the employees are um, on the clock and working for teleperformance, and then maybe comment on what we should do if they're different um, from a personal perspective with our personal devices. Yeah, I, I, yeah that's great, great two-part question. So, um, you know, it's interesting on the work front, uh, I'm sure you've noticed, especially in the last, uh, 18 months or so, two years, as we've been doing a lot of work uh, to tighten up controls on the work environment, to, you know, try and separate some of the things we normally did on our, you know, maybe we have access to some personal email or something like that, um, and that's, you know, been removed, uh, that sort of thing. And so, um, generally speaking, you know, it would be inappropriate for us to come in and, you know, connect our uh, personal devices to the corporate network, for example. So, so we would want to keep those things kind of separated between personal yeah. and, and corporate use. Um, and by extension, that means that we're also providing ourselves a level of privacy um, because there's just some things that we just don't want to you know, when we're working on, an, on a uh, teleperformance owned device, you know, it's subject to uh, monitoring and those sort of things. And it can it can expose things that really you don't need to expose. You want to keep your, your personal stuff separate. So I, I make sure I do, for example, and I think that's a good practice. So exactly. that's on the work side of it, if that makes sense. It does. Thank you. And then for personal protection, you know, 
there's a lot of things we do uh, out of habit at work that I think do translate into good practices at home. Um, the very first thing I would recommend to our employees is always look at the instructions. So anytime you get a new connected device, whatever it is, you know, there's, I think there's a habit and, and I know there's a habit of people, you know, you, you get that big splash screen with like 300 pages of legal language. Exactly. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's reading that. So I, I don't expect anybody is going to, um, but I do think we need to be aware of the types of things we're going to do with the devices. So it's good to, to understand the device. It's good to go through all of the settings kind of like I like to personally go through and look at, you know, well, what does that mean? And what does this do? And just kind of look through all the settings um, and then look for fine print, look for things that, you know, talk about uh, you giving you know, permissions. That's the key stuff. Um, so number one, uh, I know it's a pain to look through those big uh, licensing things, um, but definitely try and be informed about what what you're uh, giving whatever service provider permission to do. Exactly. So if, if you're worried about your um, your data being um, used or sold or shared in any way or how your device is is connecting, um, read the, fi the fine print. I think that that's a great tip. What else do we have, Brian? The biggest one, strong passwords and changing the defaults. Um, probably one of the most uh, widespread issues with Internet of Things. So that's any of these connected devices, whether it's a connected light switch or light bulb or a you know, sprinkler timer like we talked about. Uh, it's much easier to configure these things by just turning them on, connecting them to our you know, network, through our wireless access point, and we're done. We're up and running. Um, that's, that's the easy way, and that also puts all of our data at risk because those defaults um, are known. They're documented. Anybody can go online and find a sprinkler manufacturer's default passwords, for example. Exactly. So, you know, go in while you're doing those settings, you know, change the password. That's that's number one. Change the password. Um, that, that's going to go the furthest of just protecting your information right from the beginning. So our home Wi-Fi routers that come with a login of admin and a password of also admin, you're saying we should change that password, right? <laughs> I'm saying absolutely <laughs> that should be the very first thing you do, yes. Smart. Yeah. All right, what, what, do we, what else do we have to keep us safe? Well, the next step from the passwords is to kind of, you know, get into uh, another layer of security. And, you know, we do this in, in the workplace with multi-factor authentication. Um, that just is a fancy term for basically having a few layers to how you connect and authenticate to whatever service. Um, the first layer being a username and password. Your, you know, example of admin, admin, or hopefully admin and something else. Uh, that's one layer. 
And then in today's world, most service providers provide the option for a second factor of authentication. That might be an email to a known email address, it could be a text message. Um, and then some go so far as to have, you know, specific applications um, that give you a notification and you can approve the, the access. Um, but if you're looking at smart devices and services where you might be storing data, it's always good to look for services that have the multi-factor authentication capability. Definitely agree with that. And then, of course, the, the last uh, last thing, and again, this is just, just the basics, right? You can get really into the weeds. There's lots of things people do. Um, we certainly don't have time to cover that in this conversation, but um, doing the updates. One of the things that I think people forget is that, like you mentioned, your wireless router, um, you plug it in, you turn it on, you leave admin admin as the username and password. You say this is my super cool uh, access point and you connect all your devices and, and you go about your business and you use it for years that way. Um, the manufacturers put, you know, find out that there's vulnerabilities in these devices. There's something in the code that wasn't quite right and allowed people to bypass security or some of the controls. Um, so they put out updates and I think as consumers we often forget um, that we should go and look for updates for these devices. Uh, the manufacturers do put them out and they don't do it just for feature updates. It's you know to actually patch vulnerabilities. Okay, and I think I think that that's all useful information. So to recap, to keep um, to keep us safe um, and, and understand how our data is being used, how our how our devices are connecting. First of all, read the fine print. The data is going to be there. The information is going to be there. Um, read it so you understand it. Second, change your default uh, passwords of your devices, and then strengthen those passwords. Always have alphanumeric passwords whenever uh, um, available. Um, keep, the, keep the password strong. Uh, Multi-factor authentication, if it's available for the device, is always a good idea, and I'm a huge fan of that. And then your last tip there, um, ensuring that your software and all of your security updates um, are updated to um, the, the, the most recent versions rolled out from the manufacturer. Uh, Brian, I think that that is all very um, useful uh, information. Um, do you have anything else before we close out today? Uh, the last thing I would say is, um, you know, some security practitioners would say that the Internet of Things and all of these smart and connected devices are scary and terrible. And, you know, there's certainly some inherent risk in the use of these devices. Um, I think. Uh, they also provide great services uh, and they provide a, a significant amount of, conven of convenience. Um, and I think the most important thing when we think about these types of devices is to be informed, to understand what we're signing up for and to do the things we can do, just the basics to, uh, to protect ourselves.
Okay, perfect. All right, everybody. Um, again, my name is Dustin Wegner. Our guest today is Brian Flores. Uh, Brian, again, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. And uh, thank you for uh, sharing your knowledge and your guidance um, with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.